1: All right. Uh, oh, oh, good. Good. It's, it started. Hey, uh, welcome, everybody. It is Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time. You know what that means. It's time for the week in cannabis legalization news. So what's going on
2: with you, Miggy? Life is good. Uh, let's see. There's a lot going on this week. You know, uh, the thing you're talking about earlier about the psychosis.
1: Yeah, it is. It's back in the news again. And I don't think this is going to be the last time we see a psychosis um, headline. And it's one of those examples of a headline that we should discuss about at length. I'll pull up my notes. But if this is your first time joining us, welcome. This is Cannabis Legalization News. Please leave us a comment down below and I will personally respond to it. So first, uh, what happened was there was a new study by the lancet put out and these studies they're very similar i mean what was the last time you saw one of these uh insanity quote-unquote scientific scientific studies huh miggy
2: well it, to me it's a once a year thing it seems to be just for that um champion of an argument against legalization um it's uh what is it cause but no effect you know it's 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 bad science to me
1: yeah yeah i mean they do have cause but no effect Oh, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to click this because this wonderful Google thing kind of like watches us. It's caused no effect. But not only that, they said that they took uh, the people that they were on it uh, were all presenting. And so they were all the people that were already uh, having a mental problem. And the Lancet has relogged in back to itself. That's annoying. Oh. Um, well, because if you, if you and the thing is, these are the types of uh, headlines that get picked up. Because uh, it's a sexy type of headline that says like marijuana is you know so bad for you that it causes insanity, and then it gets picked up not just by uh, the Lancet, so it doesn't just get published in a scientific journal. Then the press release gets good and, and it goes all over the place. I just saw one one of these that's uh, the Medical Express. It was a link on Facebook from um, you know I fucking love science. Where did you see this uh, this headline?
2: So I got the uh, the article from NPR, which really disappointed me. Yeah. And so yeah, it's
1: like, uh, okay, well, the method, you know, we included patients aged 18 to 64 who presented to psychotic services in 11 sites across Europe, a first episode psychosis. So basically right there, they have the entire world as your sample size and which ones are they studying? Only the ones that are presenting with psychosis. Hmm.
2: Well, and this one's a European specific uh, uh, study, but despite right. the fact that, uh, that I think it's more of a, Marijuana prohibition creates a social psychosis. You know, we uh, what, what, what's more crazy about prohibition and why people are frustrated. It has to do with more like the law. You know, people just want to be law abiding citizens. And yet you're told you're a bad person. Uh, Marijuana is bad for you, but it's actually a healing plant. There are so many contradictions and uh, like the conspiracy theory type shit where it's like, uh, you know, this is why there's so many paranoid people, because there has been fucked up what, shit out there.
1: I've read studies about paranoid people, too, that then they are more likely to believe the, the, the you know, the, the the speculative theory. And when they actually find out that that theory might be accurate, then they're less likely to believe it. Some people are just paranoid and they want to be paranoid. I think it's still bad science that the people that they include in this study is just the people that have been presenting as psychotic. And then they try to group them into uh, organizations. And from that, they say, based on our findings, 13 percent of Psychosis can be prevented. So if we go back. Um, does that mean that as marijuana continues to be more and more widespread, should we see 13% more insanity? And are we? No, it's they've been flatlined for years. So it's just one of those studies that has a very sexy headline. So it's going to be picked up by all these uh, news outlets that are out there, and they're going to write a study, or they're going to write an article about it, not a study summarizing whatever findings findings were found. And then they are going to be picked up by all these types of uh, publications as it will sell papers.
2: And the problem too is these studies are, I believe are coming out with a bias as well. They're trying to find a problem with cannabis uh, legalization.
1: Uh, if they're getting federal money. Yeah. Because there's been, there's been a ban on studying the plant for 80 years just to study the plant. You have to study the plant find the harm, that's the only way that you're going to get your study um, approved. So, wow, here they were successful in finding what they were trying to find, the harm. But, you know, they, they say that, let's see, the incidence of psychotic disorder were positively correlated in prevalence with controls across 11 sites. And they think that according to this, you know, increasing to nearly five times the odds for daily use of high-potency cam- cannabis. So if you daily use high-potency cannabis, you are five times more likely when you're presenting from psychosis to have used that. I'm not really sure what their findings really are other than they're trying to scare you.
2: Again, I just think it's this, the psychological perspective of everybody keeps trying to to, to save our society. And um, we're getting really close to saving the society, everybody. Oh my God. So in Chicago, I don't know how it is there, but here in Seattle, we have a really bad homeless problem.
1: Uh, Chicago's isn't all that bad. Um, yeah, it is. Of course it is. It, it's bad. It, there's probably v- cities where it's worse. So I guess then, uh, from that relational you know, f- relatively, it might not be as bad as say like the homeless problem in Denver. But, um, if I was homeless, I'm, I would not go to Chicago. It's just way too cold,
2: but well, I don't I say, think it really yeah, factors
1: yeah. into the equation.
2: No, but my, 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 point being is we, it's always been like this where, where people have uh, set up tents and or, or, camp out in the parks you know this has always been a social plague that legalization before and after it still has been here no matter what yeah and and the way we treat drugs in general you know we don't treat coffee alcohol and and cannabis should all be in the same scenario or referred to as drugs period you know uh Mm -hmm. we we have the separation and that that's to me is the psychosis the social psychosis the 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 mental disease that we've been harboring is we don't come out with a actual like here's a right perception how to view drugs or
0: yeah
1: you know. uh, and i don't know i mean i'll i'll put the um i'll put the study in into the uh, the description so there's a link to it but i'm, I'm scrolling through it know let's see here how many samples are there it, it doesn't really even say how many people are in the study it does say that there is the people that. okay wait it says uh 1519 patients with first episode psychosis 356 were first refused to participate. So not only are they limiting in the scope to only those people that are suffering from psychosis, but also getting rid of 23% of those people. And then uh, 1%, uh, they said they couldn't understand each other. Uh, yeah. So there you have uh, 1100 people that took place in this. And they talk about their IQs, but it's just, it's just, so disingenuous to look at only the population that is presenting with psychosis. And then from that, say that these psychosis is caused by cannabis usage. Uh, well, it's
0: because,
1: okay. Well, I mean, if, if that was the case, then as uh, cannabis became more and more prevalent and widespread and used, uh, the amount of psychosis should tick up, you know, you should be able to uh, replicate this study. And if, 13% of psychosis should be able to be prevented by not smoking ca- cannabis then um shouldn't we be seeing an uptick in psychosis but i'm not i don't i don't really think we are i haven't heard of any uh, i've heard of like measles outbreaks from people not getting vaccinated i haven't heard of psychosis outbreaks from people smoking marijuana
2: no exactly and a part of that problem it's it seems to be more like 1930s for madness right like right. you yeah. know everybody smokes weed and do crazy shit And Mm -hmm. we're so busy trying to prevent the crazy shit from happening. It's already fucking happening. And and part of that crazy shit happening is the fact that we have people in jail serving life sentences. uh, uh, Well, Jelly Belly's making goddamn CBD fucking jelly beans this year.
1: Well, they didn't say that they were smoking uh, CBD jelly beans or using CBD jelly beans. They said that it was the high uh, potency cannabis that they were smoking. They're definitely trying to pin... Uh, the problem of being crazy on cannabis. So like, does this also then create the perception that, oh, I've never smoked cannabis. Therefore, I am 500 times more likely to not be crazy. You can listen to me. Uh, It just is, right. Like you would say, reefer madness, uh, let's turn away from this uh, study and hope that it's replicated. And I'm not sure if it will be replicated, but if any study that is like it finds similar results, it will again be published probably in again about a year. But let's go to some better news that happened from the past week in cannabis legalization news. Cowboys owner Jerry Jones wants the NFL to drop its ban on marijuana use probably because there are not enough crazy people playing in the NFL.
2: Well, and it helps with the goddamn concussions. You would think, you know, by now you'd want to worry about the the health of the players. Safety first.
1: Not only safety first, but, okay, these people are putting their bodies through extreme stress. And then what are they supposed to do? Wasn't it Walter Payton that got
2: hooked on pain pills? I, I believe so. And so many of these guys uh, get destroyed from either juicing, trying to come to a different size to, to compete. And then from the, the, the impact of uh, of uh, being hit, you know, uh, cannabis, as we know, is uh, um, an agent that helps with concussions. What is it, the... Uh,
1: Neuroprotectorant. Neuroprotectorant. Yeah. That's the uh, patent sixty-six thirty-five zero seven. Now, again, uh, more cannabis legalization news. You mentioned it earlier, the CBD jelly bellies. Uh, why can't the uh, football players just be on the sidelines eating jelly beans that are laced with CBD to protect their head? <clears throat> I'm sorry. That's so glib. I couldn't even finish the thought.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the point being is like we, we have such a contradiction in our society as far as uh, what they legalized hemp, which you would think when a attorney legalized CBD, but mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, oh, and then recently the uh, the post office just put out a, a statement for CBD transportation. Did you see that? No, I didn't. What did they say? Um, they're saying in certain conditions you're allowed to transport CBD. You know, and it's just another uh, uh, what do you call it? Like an official body trying to be involved in the goddamn legislation of a product. That's that- gonna
1: happen. That's gonna happen. You're gonna have official bodies involved in legislation. No matter what. I mean, they're they the Congress is trying sometimes to regulate a woman's uterus. You really think that they are not going to regulate marijuana? Come on. Of course they are. But you're right there. Anytime that you try to legislate morality and a lot of these uh, problems that you have when it comes to cannabis is just you smell that they are trying to legislate a morality and it's not going to end well. But in the NFL, it does seem like they might have to wait until. The next collective bargaining agreement, which is going to expire in 2020 for the NFL, maybe then they will be able to hopefully at least lift the threshold of what it is to test positive for marijuana. But uh, preferably they just drop it entirely. And then you have uh, the NFL players that can uh, you know, try to protect their brains and also their bodies uh, and use it for palliative, which basically means pain care, and then also um, for its neuroprotective properties. Uh, it's pretty interesting. I, I like that. Uh, you know, uh, the uh, the Cowboys owner Jerry Jones is coming out and saying that he wants that dropped. But what else is going on in cannabis legalization news in your neck of the woods, Biggie?
2: Well, in Washington, we're uh home grows. It's it came back for a second. Now it's just 2020. You got to look forward to 2020 and hope that we get our shit together that that time frame. Um, in between. It's been the same argument of why different uh, representatives have not supported it and has been, well, it's a federal federally scheduled uh, drug, and we're afraid if we push the buttons, the feds are going to come at us. But at this point, legalization has been around for seven years. And if the fed were to interrupt uh, uh, the state business, it would be uh, like a civil war, I think, a revolution of some sort that it would be a, an overcross, an over you know, stretch of it. Yeah, the- I the- mean,
1: it's one thing to push an industry around when it is an illicit industry, because you can arrest the people. It's another thing when the industry is no longer illicit and you can actually have a legitimate lobby, then you have a much more difficult regulatory change, kind of like the tobacco industry was able to push back against tobacco causing cancer for decades. But it was interesting that you mentioned that uh, it's a seven or eight year old uh adult use industry over in washington state i just got back from colorado yesterday also about seven or eight years old of an adult use industry and it it made me kind of realize something that we're seeing uh legalization isn't a light switch it's more along the line of you know a continuum because the changes yeah i mean like you know you've seen it with the changes in laws over the past seven years And the changes that they have, and I was in a a rec uh, dispensary in Denver, and they were talking about uh, water extraction hash. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah. Have you ever ever tried it?
2: Yeah. Well, it's just another form of concentrate.
1: Right. It's a solvent-free form of concentrate, and that's what they were talking about. So. Think about the regulation because right when they start it and they legalize stuff, they really aren't thinking about what types. Of, well, maybe they are, depending on if they are if the if the cannabis laws are uh, kind of like on the shoulders of giants. They're looking at what has already worked in these various states that are further along, and they're trying to put that into effect into the states as they come online. Uh, they could have approved, uh, uh, you know, specifically approved. Solvents in which you can then create the concentrates, but uh, that kind of blew my mind the the water extraction for hash the cold water extraction and then Just the evolution of of the laws and how they are going to uh, affect different states differently because it might be one of those threshold things where I'm in Illinois It's very tightly regulated But after that first initial tight regulation things start to open up and they progress down the line and they never quite get uh, perfect they get uh, better and better. But, you know, once you have that industry that's that's established and that is lawful, it becomes more difficult because they can use their lobbying dollars like any other industry to buy congressmen and influence politics. Well, who, you know, Citizens United who, crap.
2: We're seeing that here in Washington. I just posted my uh, article in the, in the comments and uh, my biggest observation going on in Washington right now has been um, we, the market was created. It's taboo. It was when it was outlawish. In charge of our industry is nothing but business people and ex law enforcement. You know, yep. you gotta put the grown ups in charge,
1: supposedly. Oh, yeah, because law enforcement is full of grown ups. But hey, you know what this is? You know what it is right now? Huh. We're 15 minutes into the broadcast, which basically means we've lost all but approximately one third of our viewers. So this are the real people that actually want to watch this information about Canvas legalization news. So the rest of the show is dedicated to them. Please give us a like. And if you haven't subscribed yet, also hit the subscribe button. You'll be notified every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time. Uh, so that you can get your roundup of cannabis legalization news. If you have any questions about your particular state, please drop them in the comments or visit me at Cannabis Legalization. I'm sorry, no, it's CannabisIndustryLawyer.com. So, Miggy, let's go
2: back to your uh, most recent article. What was it about? So, in my article, I'm just making my, uh, my Washington State observation on legalization. The biggest point is, in Washington State, it mostly means business. You know, you would think a consumable product, cannabis, would be, uh, well for one, the people in charge of the industry would want to worry about the consumer. The end consumer would want to be your, your worries, your uh, that's, that's the number
1: new. one rule of business. You put your customer first, nothing else really is as important as your customer.
2: Yeah, and in, in Washington State, we have the Washington State Liquor Control Board, who the board members, they refer to, uh, they have a name they refer to, but it's not the consumer. It's a, uh, uh, they call it like investors or something like that. And it's people well,
1: like, it's not only the consumer. Sometimes like you have shareholders, sometimes shareholders. you have yeah, stakeholders. Sometimes you have uh, yeah, stakeholders for um, uh, nonprofits, but you said it was shareholders.
2: Yeah. It's something like, like shareholder, stakeholders, but the thing is it's not a fucking business. So I don't, you know, why they refer to these people, as uh, uh their uh, constituents when the constituents are the consumer
1: aficionado was too hard to spell and constituent was taken but hey guess what we just got uh some brand new numbers that just broke from the associated press 10 minutes ago guess what they're about ah huh. we have the new numbers and i'm gonna have to go ahead and uh, i'll put it in the uh the comments because they don't have a really good infographic about it otherwise i would share my screen support for u.s cannabis legalization reaches new high from a new ap poll Uh, Support for legalizing marijuana has hit 61 percent, up from 57 percent two years ago, according to the General Social Survey. Uh, This is the one that they have tracked since the 1970s. It's really a cool um, uh, this. I mean, you've seen the chart. Have you seen the chart how it just went way down and then now it's it's actually crossed the plane? So it looks like 61 percent of Americans are now in support of full adult use legalization.
2: Well, especially from a uh, respectable type uh, uh, lobbying or uh, polling place, you know, right. I don't trust my pools.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's 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 the poll that they've been doing for uh, this is the poll that goes back to the nineteen seventies. So this yeah. is the poll that they've been taking every year fairly regularly for about forty to forty-five years. Um, yeah, man, I, I just can't believe that it is. It's up from forty-two percent. Oh, that's the older Americans. Of course, younger Americans, they, they're like, Really? This is still going on? I can't believe that. Exactly. But that does happen.
2: Well, I think yep. it's funny. In in my state, I have people being six years, they were uh uh say they were fifteen when they started uh when the law became mm-hmm. and they're they don't have any recollection of what it's like to hide from the police or, or hide your conversation or uh uh you know the fear that was, that was behind it really. Uh, you got a couple, we got a couple comments. Hey, let's go over the comments. So uh, Josh McGuire says, uh, I enjoy your show and I find it educational. Uh, I replied back. Thanks, Josh. Uh, John Maddox, he says, overgrow, overshare, overcare, overseed everywhere.
1: <laughs> overseed uh, everywhere. I like, I like how he, he, he's got a you know, mnemonic that's there for yeah. achieving his goal. I'm glad that he has that.
2: And then uh, Mark Caps wants to know if there's any Illinois updates.
1: Ah, yes. Let's go over the Illinois updates. And thus ends the Illinois updates. As far as I'm aware, SB7 is still a shell bill. There have been a few amendments proposed to the Cannabis Banking Act, but those amendments just basically make it a little bit less uh, stringent when it comes to reporting. But, you know, those are those are uh, just amendments to a bill that hasn't yet been voted on. And the only real updates you get are the uh, the time horizons that we have. For how long it's going to be before adult use really strikes in Illinois. Uh, I'm getting a lot, a lot of calls about uh, hemp use and hemp growth, especially the CBD varietal of the hemp. Uh, and, and I'm taking those calls and, and, and more than happy to discuss uh, your business in Illinois when it comes to it. Uh, I, I still have a, a call scheduled for the state that I need to uh, touch base with. I just got back from Colorado yesterday. And so I need to call the guy in Springfield and get back in touch with him on it. However, the rumor is that uh, the state should start taking hemp applications. Not sure how long it'll take to process them, but start accepting them uh, around June the 1st, which is really kind of pushing it for uh, planting it in the dirt. But uh, if you're growing uh, CBD hemp, like you're going to grow just regular i shouldn't call it regular adult use cannabis flower or medical cannabis flower and the only difference between uh well cannabis again is not a legal term of art cannabis is a botanical name for a particular plant which also includes hemp that is a legal term of art it just basically means cannabis with 0.3 or less thc you can have as much cbd as you want or marijuana which is of course uh cannabis that has more than 0.3 thc uh, hopefully we will get some hemp licenses up and going uh, this summer. And then also some processors registered this summer so we can have a good supply chain that that supply chain is not going to be as big as it's going to be in a year. Uh, and I just talked to a guy and I need to get in touch with, uh, somebody from revolution about, uh, what they're pitching as ten ten hemp. Uh, that ten ten hemp is an attempt to commoditize the, um, the agricultural commodity that is CBD flower, create a market for it, which would be interesting. I don't think we'll ever have a commodity price, a product like a 1010 like 10 THC uh, marijuana. I don't know if we'll ever have marijuana become an agricultural commodity. That would be weird, but I mean, why not? Tobacco is, right?
2: Well, that's my biggest uh, contention with uh, Washington state legalization. At this point, you know the fact that the, the adults were in charge they created the business and they put law enforcement to the infrastructure. Uh, okay, you're fucking done now. Let's uh, get rid of your department. Put uh, the, the the processing and the well-being of it under the Department of Health. Because, you know, the same people that observe food and whatnot. And then as right. far as, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of other ways that the money that's taxing in and a process can be done and spent. Um, mm-hmm. Also, with the, your hemp news. Is there a uh, deadline for the uh, application? Uh,
1: okay, no, I don't believe so. What we're still waiting for the final rules, and the final rules. Uh, it's been over a month now since the comment period ended. Uh, you know, I, I haven't gotten notice of the final rules, and I think that I have that Google alert set to fire off as soon as I as soon as it goes to, um, because it's it's a state agency, so they're going to make a public announcement. And that public Good. announcement is going to get a newspaper press, just like the uh, Lancet's publication of that uh, marijuana causes insanity uh, result or headline got newspapers to pick up on it and, and republish it. So as soon as I see and get that that email from Google, that says, you know, Illinois publishes final rules for hemp or Illinois accepting hemp applications. Then it really is game on. That's one of the uh, websites that I'm currently working on. Well, it's not even a website. It's just a web page that I'm going to be working on for. I have two main websites for my, my uh, law practice. I have Cannabis Industry Lawyer, which if you Google Cannabis Lawyer, look for Cannabis Industry Lawyer and then click on that one. Uh, then you'll find me. Or I have um, a Collateral Base. And so if you're looking for a Illinois business lawyer or a Peoria business lawyer, you'll find me at Collateral Base. Click on that and then you'll be able to get in touch with me. There, my SEO pitch is uh, finished for that, but uh, once those things come across the board, I'll be able to very quickly report and then start taking the data for those applications. We have the original rules that say, this is what the application will include, but the state of Illinois has to give you the application, just not all that different than the feds will give you the proof of claim or the bankruptcy forms or the immigration forms. Or the state uh, in Washington mm. will give you the forms for registering a Washington LLC. That hasn't been done yet. So we are waiting and we hope that those are done here in the next month. I don't know.
2: So it's all about the, uh, the the process now, the government coming on their end.
1: It's the executive branch that is now driving the bus. And this is a great example of, like I said, uh, legalization of cannabis is a continuum. And it's still evolving even in your state, but you have the the change, you know, the actual legislative process, which we're still early in because we don't even have a bill introduced. We have a shell bill introduced, final bill being introduced, amendments to that bill, uh, maybe reconciliation between the House and the Senate, because it's not like Nebraska, which is the Lance Armstrong of um, <laughs> state legislatures. It has one nut, the unicameral state of Nebraska. So after that, then you have uh, the the adult use bill being signed, not signed, being passed by both houses in Illinois, signed by J.D. Pritzker. And then it goes over to whatever whatever administration is in charge of taking that statute and then drafting the regulations that carry that statute into effect. And that could take all the way through until 2020. I don't know.
2: We got another comment, too, by uh, John Maddox, who says teen use in Colorado is below national average.
1: Oh, no. So does that mean that Colorado is experiencing a decline in insanity? Because from that Lancet article that said that not using cannabis can save up to 13 percent of full psychosis uh, episodes. You know, shouldn't we see a 13 percent decline in in full on psychosis episodes? So like a 13 percent decline in diagnoses for bipolar Ah, uh, type one disorder. Are we seeing that? out of Because that—that sounds like to me like a, a headline that should get news, right?
2: Yeah, no, you would definitely see uh, a pairing of the two uh, datas. You know, one rise or one go down. Either way,
1: who um, so can say? I mean, it could all be political, and it could just be a remnant of the um, only studies that you're allowed to do are studies that show the harm. Now, let's go back to political news because that's what we have. We have John Boehner coming out just uh, the day before uh saint patrick's day on the 17th saying about how he was once unalterably opposed to marijuana back when he had a, conti- a constituency a constituency from ohio 10 years ago when the polls weren't in the 60 percent that supported legalization he opposed legalization i'm sure he took money from uh, law enforcement and the pharmaceutical industry but now who is john Boehner taking money from miggy
2: Oh yeah, for that from uh, was it Aurora? One of the major ones. It's it's not Aurora. It's um I believe they
1: aren't. Uh, let's see, Acreage Holdings. I think he's involved with Acreage Holdings. He's on their board because where was it was SXXW in Austin, Texas. That him, uh, John Boehner and the CEO of Acreage, Kevin, I believe. I can't remember his full name. Sat down and talked how cannabis is basically tech. What do you think about that? Is cannabis basically tech, Mickey?
2: I believe it is the uh, the industry itself is since it's rising state by state legalizing, you know, uh, that's where the money, the boom, the tech version of it. Because if you're in the state that's first legalized, you're you're going to be in the front game. And that's where these people are uh, winning big or losing big, you know, and that's true. I mean, like as soon as
1: you think about it, because as soon as the the feds change the scheduling of controlled substances and let's say it's just like they did with the hemp bill they can't actually get an up or down vote on it but they have to pass a budget and so they put it into one of these budgetary bills as a rider and then suddenly cannabis is descheduled what happens then okay now all these crimes are gone who's in the lead to be able to take the market
2: well and that's where uh, i was uh trying to lead towards was, just like in tech, if you remember, it was easy, to, if you're the first one to come up with marijuana.com.
1: Right, uh, and why did Amazon go to Washington State? You know, there was a reason that it did.
2: Yeah, but, uh, it, you know, the thing is, with, with tech, when you were the first one in the beginning of the .com boom, if you had the URL, you automatically made a, a couple million for just the fucking URL, because someone with bigger money came by and bought it off of you later. But, um, with cannabis, if you're in that state, and you've been, uh, you know, here's the thing too, is a lot of the cheerleaders in each state, all the activists, they're not even the ones that are winning in most of these fucking cases. You know, a lot of these people- Oh no,
1: yeah, it's it's never the true believers that win. It is yeah. very often the moneyed and politically connected that win. The true believers every now and then might get like a little bit. And, and then if once they have, because they may not have the business acumen to uh, run an organization they might not have that type of experience they might not have the agricultural experience or the horticulture experience to be able to grow at that type of scale um i was talking to a possible client a few weeks ago and it sounded like he did some people actually do um grow things and that's important but growing things aren't necessarily enough i mean most of the vegetables that you make you don't have to then cure and then you also don't have to have a license for the tomatoes hey those tomatoes that you have licensed
2: Exactly. Or, you know, my always thing is like, why don't we fucking see to sell fucking apples? They make cider or potato. I don't know. And
1: especially considering the plant patents that are on a lot of those apples, like Honeycrisp apples. Did you know there was a plant patent on that one? It's it's now off. I mean, because it was invented in like 1991. Not ah, 1991. Did you hear about that one? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah. University of Minnesota. I believe 91 Honeycrisp Apples plant patent. That's why like when you remember back to when you were a child, Honeycrisp Apples were not there.
2: Huh? So uh, John Maddox makes a comment about, as we're talking about our state to state legalization that the medical cannabis in Oklahoma has got a great start so far that he's seen. And I have to agree because Oklahoma had CBD laws before they had cannabis laws. Well, that just makes sense.
1: That just makes sense simply because you're, you can accept the science and regulate it and nobody gets high i don't understand why you would uh, not have a legal distinction when it comes to cannabis between hemp and marijuana that's that's just you know elemental but a lot of states they they treat cannabis equals all marijuana they don't have the well not a lot of states at one time most of the states basically all of them did that but over the past five years many many of them have changed
2: well, I think it's to who's in charge, the reefer madness mentality. Um, there's a state, I don't—I can't think of where it's at right now, but they recently got rejected by the governor, a female governor who said she believes the bill was for the CBD industry, not for the hemp farmers. That almost
1: sounds like the lady from South Dakota. Let me just, yeah. uh, was it? Because South Dakota yeah. is one of the four states. Now it looks like Oklahoma might be all, uh, one of the states that it's okay to travel through, which is kind of nice simply because, um, Quite long, and uh, getting around uh, Nebraska is kind of a bitch. And so, um, you know, again, uh, just be careful when you're doing your transfers and your trip. And that's one of the reasons why having Illinois come online for being able to process hemp uh, will really help uh, simply because, you know, it's centrally located, it's easy to get to other states. You don't have to worry about your products getting hijacked as they're going from California to somewhere else. Um, but well, i i think that i think that Oregon, i'm sorry oklahoma is going to be indicative of a lot of the other states maybe not south dakota that um they're going to change their laws to respect the difference between the t- the two types of um cannabis
2: when i think with oklahoma they had a uh an older population and so when these people learned that cbd uh was beneficial just the oils and all the other stuff uh, i was there in um last year for Oklahoma Hemp Fest. And uh, it was quite interesting because it was right before the law passed for uh, recreational, or not recreational, medical cannabis. But CBD, they had CBD stores like Seven Eleven, Starbucks that were everywhere. And uh, I just thought that was the neatest thing that they accepted a component of the plant but not the full plant at that point.
1: Well, that's because the THC, didn't you read that Lancet article? It makes you insane. (laughs)
2: That's a good point
1: that's right that's right hey you know what we've done it again we've uh we've spent a whole half hour and i don't really have any more um particular updates and or headlines that i saw come through over the past week have you seen
2: anything no no the only thing i got to to leave it with is the psychosis thing i still i think it's not a matter of like prohibition making uh, or rather cannabis making the individual crazy i think it's the prohibition making our society crazy because it affects our relationships with the police. You know, there, there's that barrier already. It affects our relationships with other drugs because you don't put them on the equal platform that they are on. That way, you're then you're ignorant and you assume that they're all the same shit. So, uh, no, just uh, that and uh, check out WeedNews.co and make sure to check out the Cannabis Industry Lawyer.
1: Man, that was really sweet of you to plug that, but uh, I also want to thank everybody who's made it to this far. It's approximately fifteen percent of our audience makes it all the way through, and uh you know really, really appreciate you guys so uh, please like, subscribe, and then ask us any questions that you have, especially when it comes to your state. I'm pretty busy because of the state laws changing, and then also other clients keep calling and they want more more help, which is great, but uh the more that I can do to help uh you know. Speed up and document the cannabis legalization process. And I think that's something that's uh, very widespread and kind of like, you know, brings everybody together. That's in the the movement in the industry uh, is that it's about doing something that is um, good for the country. And it's and it's a higher purpose. And it's about some it's literally about making history and correcting uh, past mistakes. But anything else that you want to leave us with, Miggy, are you ready to sign off?
2: Uh, I got I got to go Got lunch over. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Stay
1: out of the day. Enjoy lunch. All right. Well, I'll see everybody next week at 2 p.m. Central. Bye-bye.